I'm a handshake and tape. I'm a spud with a plane. I'm a miracle that's greater day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up with golf. I'm doing the best I can. The drum tater. Good morning, my fellow Trump taters, this beautiful Monday morning. Um, just thinking offhand, what is my Trump tater hot take of the day? And I think it's going to be the Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito asked, the, uh, asked Pennsylvania officials to file briefs by t- Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. So the reason this is important is because Tuesday um, is the deadline in the, for Pennsylvania as far as the certification, I shouldn't say certification. It's kind of like after that date, it's much harder um, to undo uh, the certification and challenges. So anyway, it's it's called the safe harbor deadline that requires controversy surrounding elections to be ended so states can choose their electors before December 14th. So anyway, it was originally on Wednesday, December 9th, and he backed it out a day for Tuesday uh, at 9 a.m., so that's tomorrow. So that's a big win there that gives us the impression, at least, that the Supreme Court is looking at taking that challenge on, and that's the one that basically said that um, Pennsylvania acted outside of their constitution um, with their mail-out voting because it was the legislative branches in uh, Pennsylvania that was supposed to make that call and not the judges or um the governor, et cetera. So anyway, this this is going to be interesting to watch this court case go through and see if it does end up on Wednesday in the Supreme Court being challenged. So um, a little, little hope there. Rumor has it. <laughs> and I've seen this all over the Internet, and I don't know whether to trust it or not trust it, but that we actually got our hands on a uh, Dominion voting machine in in Georgia, and it showed the algorithm being off by 13%. So they put the same number of votes uh, for Trump and for Biden in, and yet when they tallied it, uh, it only counted 87.87% for Trump and uh, 113% for Biden. So that's a 26% swing in voting there. So anyway, that was all over social media yesterday and by people that posted it are usually ones that I would trust the sources. But then I saw something that came out last night that suggested that they did not have that voting machine. But the good news is, is a Michigan Supreme, a Michigan court has now granted the Trump campaign access to the Dominion voting machines there. So if that's not true in Georgia, it is true in Michigan for today, as far as being able to go in and access those machines and see if there's something wrong with the way they're tallying votes. So one word or the other, by the end of the week, we should have a feel of how this is going to go. And uh, if, you know, Trump, again, we know that Trump has the edge on um, the information and the truth on his side on this election. It's just, does he have the time? So a lot has to happen in the next five days because a week from today is the certification. And uh, at that point, it's going to be very hard, if not impossible. Although, um, and Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're out there, uh, I don't know if it's anywhere in the Constitution that it has to be certified on December 14th. Is that just tradition or is that constitutional? Yeah, so I I don't know what's magic about that date because I've been doing some research and I can't find anything that says that's uh, conditional. Matter of fact, even January 20th, even though it's a date set for the inauguration, um, there have been instances in our history in which the election's been contested and uh, that it took months before, you know, this is an early history. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if there's any constitutional backing of these arbitrary dates uh, other than it's just tradition. And it's the date that we'd like to have it, the package neatly wrapped up. But uh, anyway, we're going to keep fighting and see what happens. Um uh, 
a group of us, hopefully a million of us, are going to be going to Washington, D.C. this Saturday uh, for the Mega Million March. Um, I, I know here in Utah, I was at a, an event the other day. I'll just tell you what it was. It was a movie per, a premiere for a Netflix, do, I shouldn't say Netflix documentary, a documentary, because it's probably not ever going to be on Netflix, but it's called um, Unessential. Uh, Eric Mutos, who was the leader of uh, the business revival uh, here in Utah, uh, put the, had this documentary put together. It's actually just incredible. Um, so just a shout out to our governor and lieutenant governor. There was 250 maskless people for two different showings. So that'd be like 500 <laughs> that attended this last Saturday night. And uh it was a, it was nice to be out in public, actually doing something with fellow human beings and and, and enjoying ourselves. And uh, but at this event, uh, I got a feel of how many more people are going to be going from um, from Utah. Uh, Greg Hughes, our former Speaker of the House, will be going with us. When he, I first asked him on this, he said I didn't think he was going to be going because he's been traveling and trying to help with this election challenge for the last month. But uh, he agreed he's going to be going and he'll be speaking there at the Sylvan National um, Park um, there by the Washington Monument. And anyway, he will also just a shout out Wednesday morning. Greg Hughes, former Speaker of Utah House, will be on the Trump Tater program. So we are excited about that. Forgot that's really should be my Trump Tater news of the day because uh, Greg Hughes has been the biggest Trump Tater since day one one of the very first um, highly elected state officials to embrace Trump in his 2016 bid for president. So anyway, Greg Hughes, my my Trump tater um, friend, uh, will be on this program uh, Wednesday at 10 o'clock. So make sure you let others know if you're not from Utah. Um, if you are from Utah, you know who Greg Hughes is. He ran for governor this last time. And uh, he's the one that won the um, caucus and went on to challenge. Unfortunately, we had a very diluted uh, primary that should have had a runoff in it. But uh, Greg is just incredible uh, leader of our community and excited to have him on and get his take of where the election's going and how we move forward. Uh, we're going to have some other guests on um, so now that I'm no longer in quarantine, I will be having two or three guests on a week. And Dallin Johnson will be back with us every Thursday. He's going to try to get with us a couple of times a week, but it is hard for him to climb the stairs to the studio. But uh, so he will be here once or twice a week and we'll have a guest on at least once or twice a week as well. Casey Scott is another um, person we're going to be having on hopefully this week, but if not next week, we'll be talking about addictions and uh, how, you know, especially in this time, we had our um, chief of police, Randy Watt, on on Friday and just talked about post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression that so many people are facing right now. And uh, so we're going to be finding some resources, but uh, Casey Scott's going to be one of those resources that can maybe help give us some direction on somebody who has faced addiction issues and and he has a program and he goes and does public speaking on addiction. And right now is a time that we all need to be mindful of, uh, of what we're doing and, and try not to fall prey for those addictive behaviors that are so easy in times like this. But uh, anyway, so excited to have Casey Scott on on a future program. And uh, but again, Wednesday at 10 o'clock, we will have Greg Hughes. So just a reminder again to my audience out there, if you've not listened before, or for those of you have, it's always a good reminder on what a Trump-tater is. A Trump-tater is someone who outclasses, outshines, outperforms, defeats someone or something, a dependable and exemplary person. So we will always try to give a shout out to the Trump-taters in our community and our nation and encourage our audience to be Trump-taters. We, uh, it's really easy to want to get on the same level and, and fight the fight um, the way others around us are, but we've got to be careful not to do that, that uh, our integrity and, and our happiness and peace is uh, our responsibility. So we've got to make sure that we're Trump haters, that we're, we're doing things a little bit different, that we're always trying to outwork and outperform and outclass and that we're dependable and exemplary 
community members and family members. So again, if you haven't got on our Trump Tater website, it's trumptater.com, T-A-T-E-R. We have some fun products and we're going to upload a lot more photos of different events that we've been at. Uh, we have some on there, but we're going to upload, uh, upload more because the Trump Tater goes everywhere and has been at all these uh, business revivals and different uh, protests around the state of Utah. Now he's going to Washington, D.C. this Friday. The Trump Tater goes to D.C. So we'll be back in a minute on The Trump Tater. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new Pragertopia membership called Pragertopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual Pragertopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join Pragertopia Unlimited today. Go to Pragertopia.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 406 0046. 800 406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Not a loan company. Welcome back to the Trump Tater program. I have another Trump Tater shout out that I want to give to a Hollywood actor. So this doesn't get to happen too often, but Matthew McConaughey definitely earned his Trump Tater um, notoriety. He went on Russell Brand podcast. I just want to give a shout out to Russell Brand. He's definitely someone that I really like that's on the left, but uh, he's he's what I would consider someone that I truly admire on the left that has a good heart and tries to approach things from a, a, a legitimate perspective and, and uh, with respect to other people. But uh, he had Matthew McConaughey on his podcast um, last week in which Matthew was mocking 
his Hollywood counterparts for being so upset uh, about the Trump supporters who are refusing to embrace Joe Biden as their president and uh, kind of called them out and put them in their place. Like, like you, you accepted Trump in 2016 and just embraced him. <laughs> so anyway, I thought Matthew definitely deserves a, uh, a Trump tater acknowledgement here asked by brand, whether he noticed condemnation and criticism of ordinary working people in Hollywood when discussing politics, McConaughey said, absolutely. There are a lot of people on the liberal left that absolutely condescend patronize and are arrogant towards the other 50%. We haven't noticed just joking. <laughs> we notice that's why we don't watch your movies anymore and we won't go. Of course, you don't have any movies anymore, do you? <laughs> so anyway, nothing like a year of not producing to, to make us realize that we really don't need you Hollywood types in our lives. So anyway, but I do appreciate Matthew coming out and standing up for the other 50%, uh, the people, they don't think they need to watch their movies and participate. So a few of these Hollywood People who have been so condescending and uh, hateful have decided, you know, okay, they're going to throw us a lifeline. They're going to say that we should all unify now. And, uh, well, sorry, that's probably not going to happen. But uh, it's, I'm glad to know that there's a few people in Hollywood willing to stand up for us Trump supporters and people who want to defend our elections and the integrity of our elections. So thank you, Matthew, for for the defense that uh, you put out there in our behalf. And definitely we'll watch a movie if you're in it, as long as you're not co with with people who've out, been out there actively insulting and uh, bringing down us Trump supporters. So again, thank you, Matthew, and a shout out to Russ. Russell Brand for being willing to have peaceful conversations and honest conversations with people who may not think like you. If you haven't listened to any of the Russell Brand podcasts, they're really good. Um, again, that's kind of, I, I know I've kind of thrown out Joe Rogan podcast and, uh, and Jordan Peterson. Uh, those are probably my two top favorite Jordan Peterson because he's absolutely inspirational and, uh, and Joe Rogan, because he brings people on and has really good intellectual dialogue with people of all backgrounds that he disagrees with or agrees with. And but he does it in a way that uh, definitely gives the people an opportunity to speak their truth and uh, in a way that we should have conversations in our country. And Joe Rogan can't stand Joe Biden. So that's always a. Uh, a kudos, a kudos to Joe Rogan. He was a Bernie supporter, but uh, but he doesn't like Biden. And so I think he actually ended up voting for Trump. So I will we can align there as well. So grateful for these people who are using their voices in positive ways to bring Americans together and to have honest dialogue. So, again, um, Russell Brand, if you don't know, has uh, an addiction program he's also put together wrote a book about addiction i won't tell you the name because it's a little foul in its title but it's a good book on addiction i work with people uh, who have addiction so it's a resource that i have definitely used in helping some of the people that i i work with um and his and his uh, twelve step program that he's put out online is really good but he has these fun podcasts the russell brand podcasts that I think are well worth your listen. And so anyway, a, a shout out to Russell Brand on that too. Uh, someone who is using his voice in a, a positive way to, to bring people together. Uh, so let me go on to some other uh, news again, just a, a reminder. If you haven't, uh, if you are able to go to Washington, DC uh, this weekend, it should be monumental historical event, regardless of the way this election turns. Because if Trump, if, if victories go Trump's way, which we hope they do, um, then it will be a great celebration that uh, truth prevailed. If things don't go quite his way, it will be a a great reminder of people that the Trump supporters that uh, it's not the man; it's the ideals he brings to the table. It's the way he's defended our Constitution, the way he's defended the life of 
of the unborn. It's the way he's defended our constitutional rights of free speech, of Second Amendment right, of owning a gun and being able to protect our homes and families, the way he's protected American jobs, um, wanted to protect our borders and that borders do matter, not because we're not a compassionate country, but without borders, we have no country. Uh, it's these things that have the Trump supporters behind him 100%. And it's for these reasons, we will go celebrate uh, his leadership this Saturday and letting him know that we're behind him and that we appreciate all that he's done in fighting for our country and uh, and that we'll be there in 2024 if something if he's not able to fulfill this second term right now. So, again, that's this Saturday, and uh, it's probably not going to be on mainstream media. So you'll have to look on networks that, again, are new to me because I have not watched on these networks. One American News um, and Newsmax. Um, I I guess these are going to be our new go-to news channels. Um, Again, Drudge Report used to be one of my favorite things to go to. And I can't even, you know, sometimes recently I've I've kind of clicked on the link just to see what take drugs taking on these uh, drudges to drug. <laughs> He's kind of a drug. But right now, but what take the Drudge Report's taking on these issues. But now I won't even do that because I don't want to give him a click. And uh and so then it's so disappointing. I don't know if he sold out, if he actually sold his uh his media platform, or if he's just sold out himself. But uh, so we have Drudge, we have Fox News, all these conservative institutions that have just, you know, turned to the dark side. And so we're having to find new outlets to actually get real news. at. So One American News and Newsmax uh, probably will be um, there in Washington, D.C., recording this great event that is going to be taking place. So anyway, uh, I find it interesting that places like Goldman Sachs, and so this kind of concerns me because Goldman Sachs, who is supporting Joe Biden and all of his dominions, uh, yet they're thinking about moving out of the state of New York City. Why? Because the taxes are too high. And I'm sitting there going, well, why are you supporting the people you're supporting if this really bothers you? But instead, you're going to bring your operation to Florida and try to turn Florida purple and uh, or, or blue. And again, I wish we could have like, you know, please don't signs that, that we don't want your kind here. I don't know. Uh, it, it's a tough one there because, you know, just like in Arizona and Texas, people are are flooding to the, those states same with utah because the they don't like the regulations in california new york they don't feel these places are safe the taxes are too high but yet they come and they vote the same way that they voted there and think they're going to have a different outcome so anyway just a, a thought and when i saw that with goldman sachs this thing about moving to florida i thought no just stay in new york city they need you there and uh, don't abandon your don't abandon your people. Just stay there. So anyway, we'll be back on the Trump Tater again. Go go to the Trump Tater on TrumpTater.com and check out our products that we have there. And, uh, and also stop by and have a great baked potato and Brixton's if you're ever in Ogden. Radio News with Lance Pry. Pennsylvania has certified its election results, but 64 state Republicans have signed a letter Friday urging Congress to not commit to the state's 20 electoral votes for Democrat Joe Biden. Senator Pat Toomey, a frequent critic of President Trump, vowed he will not be objecting to Pennsylvania's slate of electors. Democrat State Representative Malcolm Kenyatta called the Republican signatories hostages of their own misinformation campaign. Some legal scholars are siding with Trump campaign, saying the legislature was unlawfully overwritten on election law by Democrat leaders and their friends in the state courts. 
With mounting voter fraud evidence, the sworn testimony from poll workers, the video from inside State Farm Arena in Georgia in the middle of the night, Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani says Georgia has a responsibility. That the founding fathers gave to our legislatures. They're the ones who are supposed to select the president, not the governors, not the board of elections. They're the ones who have the constitutional obligation to decide on the electors. So in Georgia, they're going to do that. USA Radio News. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Two Washington state women thought derailing a train was a good idea. USA Radio News Val Dior explains. Two Bellingham, Washington women are accused of terrorism after a shunt was placed on train tracks in Whatcom County, an act that could cause a train to derail or decouple, endangering the public, according to the U.S. Department of Justice. That DOJ press release describes how a shunt disrupts the low-level electrical current on the tracks and can disable various safety measures. Ellen Brennan Reich is 23 years old and Samantha Francis Brooks is 27. The two were arrested on the BNSF railway tracks near Bellingham and charged with a terrorist attack and other violence against a railroad. There have been 41 incidents involving shunts since January 2020 in Washington state. From the Texas USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Val Dior. Bellingham, Washington is on the I-5 near the Canadian border. Two Monday night football games tonight, Bills at 49ers and Washington at Pittsburgh. First game is at 5 p.m. Eastern, USA Radio News. Welcome back to the Trump Tater Podcast. I'm Jamie Renda. I'm missing my co-host, Dallin Johnson. He is going to be on on Thursday. And again, a reminder on Wednesday, we will have Greg Hughes, former Speaker of the House, on with us. So anyway, um, just wanted to read a obituary. This is not one of the Trump Tater moments. This is kind of one of the the sad uh, realities of, of where we are right now. So this is Lloyd Fuzzy Lauer, 86, of Bismarck, formerly of McCuskey, died Tuesday, December 1st, 2020, in Bismarck Care Center. I'm going to try not to cry on this one because it's going to be kind of tough on me, but... On November 16th, after 35 weeks of being imprisoned in a long-term care facility under the pretense of keeping him safe, Lloyd contracted the very thing they were supposed to be keeping him safe from. A faculty acquired COVID-19. He battled through another two weeks of fear, isolation, and illness before his body finally surrendered and released his soul to go on to be with his Jesus. The process stole his freedom, his dignity, and his health, but he, but it was unable to still his beautiful spirit and his handsome smile, which he hung on to until the very end. As a society, what have we allowed to happen to Lloyd and to all those in long-term care facility is despicable. It robs the residents and their families the most fundamental needs, freedom, love, and affection, and makes the working conditions of their caregivers unbearable. If anyone thinks we're doing the right thing, they have not lived our nightmare of a journey for the past nine months. And if you think this doesn't affect you, you are wrong. It just hasn't affected you yet. Private services will be held at the United Methodist Church for Lloyd McCuskey. I can relate Lloyd's family and uh, my heart breaks again, not that I lost my mother and that she passed away, but that I lost the last eight months of her life of really being able to engage, take her on a drive up through the mountains to see the fall colors change colors, um, to take her to get a drive through cherry lime. And uh, 
Chili Cheese Dog from Sonic, some of the little adventures that uh, she enjoyed being able to get out from her care facility. Um, I was robbed of those things. She was robbed of those things the last eight months of her life. So, yeah, Lloyd, we uh, family out there, we we understand your loss and we understand your frustration. And uh, and I do want to agree, and I'm glad they pointed this out. It is very hard, these additional uh, burdens on these care facilities um, when they don't have family that can come in and give some relief of conversation, of picking up the room, of just that human connection uh, to their family members, this increased burden falls upon the care facility and they can't meet these needs. And it's not because they're not good people that want to try to meet the needs, but they can't meet them. And uh, so what we're doing is wrong. And President Trump continues to be criticized and somehow these 240,000 deaths are blamed on him. For one, I want to again put myself out there there has not been 240,000 coronavirus deaths. 100,000 or more have definitely been people like my mother who were on hospice, um, who were going to pass away. I mean, the average age is 82 uh, of coronavirus deaths. These are people that had compromised immune systems and uh, had other comorbidities. And uh, if it wasn't coronavirus, it was going to be the flu and not saying that uh, this is not a serious illness, but to the degree that it's being um, painted a picture that's causing so much fear in in the lives of Americans. And so, no, President Trump did the right thing. He put his money and his effort and science on getting a vaccination and tried to encourage people to live their lives in such a way that they did not impact their daily lives. And uh, because President Trump understands the bigger picture, when you have 8 million Americans going into poverty, that will cause so much more deficit, uh, so many more problems um, and even deaths than coronavirus itself can. Uh, suicide rates that go up, divorces that take place, addictions that happen. Um, the list goes on and not to mention the lives that we're sacrificing on a worldwide basis because our food chains have been interrupted and we're not going to be able to take care of our most needy and most vulnerable populations in the world. And uh, so many more people will die of starvation, of neglect than would have ever died of coronavirus. So now President Trump has done an absolutely incredible job on coronavirus. So if you ever get discouraged or you're, watching the media and think that President Trump has not done a good job, uh, just remind yourself, no, he, he, from the very beginning, knew that it was a vaccination that was going to be necessary. But in the meantime, that we had to live our lives, the businesses had to stay open, and, uh, and that the cure cannot be worse than the disease itself. So that reminds me of Los Angeles. Where in the hell is Los Angeles going? I mean, I just uh, breaks my heart for these people, even if we are not on the same page politically, just as fellow human beings being locked in their houses like uh, animals who can't leave. <laughs> and I often think this with my my dogs as I drop them off at the kennel when we're going on vacation. I always tell them they're going to the doggy hotel. There's no, they don't really appreciate it uh, because they're stuck in their little kennel for the entire time we're gone. But uh, people in Los Angeles now are told they cannot leave their houses. They can't go on walks or bike rides or even get in their cars or scooters that they have to stay indoors till January 4th. Could you imagine can you imagine the abuse that will be taking place in the walls of these homes? The heartbreak that will be taking place, the loneliness, the despair. Um, I, I just, uh, <laughs> if these people feel like they're protecting life, no, they're not. They are destroying life. They're destroying hopes. They're destroying dreams. They're destroying families. Um, they're creating such fear that will take so long to, to come back from um, what they're doing is criminal. And uh, so in, anyway, I just, uh, I can't imagine 
this type of draconian lockdown. I mean, this is what we've been seeing in Europe and people think, well, that couldn't come to America. Well, welcome to America because it is here. It is here on our East Coast. It's on our West Coast. And uh, and if we're not careful, it's going to be creeping inward and get to the center part of the United States that is Republican controlled for the most part. But here in the state of Utah, we have elected officials like Mitt Romney and Spencer Cox that uh, it's not too far from our reality if we're not careful. Uh, so don't, don't think it can't happen. Uh in Utah, because we certainly didn't think it would happen in America, and it is. People are being hauled off to jail for keeping their businesses open. Um, I don't think I got to this on Friday, but there's a woman. I, I wish I could find the article, but it was a long time ago in, in, in the number of articles that I, I kind of hold on to. No, nope, I found it. So let's click on this. This is a woman in California. And she has a restaurant. Let me find exactly where this is at. And uh, she, it's a bar restaurant. And, uh, and she's in one of these lockdown communities where they stopped outdoor dining, even though the elites, you know, continued to go outdoor dining even after they voted on these draconian measures. And uh, she invested all this money into serving her customers outdoor, put a beautiful patio up, had it fenced in, had tables, chairs. And she was told she had to shut down. Yet, because the movie industry, entertainment industry, somehow is essential, um, they did not have to shut down. So in this very parking lot that this lady is losing her business, losing the opportunity to provide for her and her family and her employees' families, they set up massive tents um, with tables and chairs for the media, for this entertainment industry that's filming some production there to be able to eat outdoors. Imagine that somehow the coronavirus doesn't impact the people if they're in entertainment industry eating outdoors, but they do in her restaurant eating outdoors. So uh, these things are heartbreaking. And uh, yes, they impact real people and uh, real families that will forever be impacted will lose everything they've worked for and uh, and more than just financial. I mean, sometimes you can hit a financial loss, but it's really hard to overcome a, uh, a loss that makes you realize that, yes, the government can force you to close and take away everything that you've worked for. It's really hard to kind of gear up and, and try to put it all in there again, knowing that that could happen. So, again, uh, give a shout out to this uh, woman in, in California that uh, we're thinking of you and we we'll keep you and your family in our thoughts and prayers and hope that your business will make it through this horrible part of our history that's taking place in America right now. So we'll be back with the Trump Tater and uh, wrap up what's going on today and, and kind of paint a picture of what's going to take place this week on our Trump Tater program. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. 
Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Welcome back to the Trump Tater program. Wow, the time goes by quick today, even not being very prepared. There's some there's always so many things that we can talk about. But uh, I feel like I need to talk about it. Uh, what's going on in Georgia because it just keeps it's a gift that keeps on giving. So uh, we talked briefly about it last week, the suitcase video of them closing down this uh, this polling station because there was a water main break. And, uh, and then all of a sudden after everybody left, except the four individuals left, the suitcases magically roll out from underneath the tables and they start processing uh, ballots. And surprisingly enough, there's a big, big spikes for Joe Biden in these suitcase ballots. And, uh, but we're being told that no, they didn't tell people to leave and that these were just regular ballots and, uh, and that, you know, nothing to look at here. So let's just drop and move on. However, the third suspect in the Georgia suitcase scandal is also the same man who spread lies that the water main broke that we know did not break at the State Farm Center. So why would he tell people this broke and why would he be there counting these suitcase ballots? So that's just one. But Sidney Powell um, filed a lawsuit in Georgia. Now, hers was pretty bold. She just won the whole election overturned. So it doesn't totally surprise me this this got thrown out in court. But so a little loss for us today was Sydney uh, on her bold uh, challenge to to throw out this whole election. But it, I, I bet you Sydney will uh, challenge that and take it to the next level. It's just not. I just don't know if we have enough time to see how these court cases um, make their way through in time to make the difference. But uh, we all know that Trump did win this election. A little sad news is Mayor Rudy Giuliani uh, was contracted coronavirus over the weekend. He was tested and, and he's in the hospital right now. So, uh, but he did put out a, a, a tweet or something last night that said, Hey, he's working hard. He's, you know, you know, from the hospital and hopefully he's got some good underlings that will be representing him and the president. Well, in these court cases this week, um, so anyway, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to Mayor Rudy Giuliani on that and, and hope for a speedy recovery. And, uh, I, you know, sometimes I wonder, <laughs> I don't know if this vaccine hasn't already been out and all the Democrats have already had it because you don't see too many Democrat staffers and them getting coronavirus and they would have you think it's because of the mask, but I don't know about that. Uh, Juan Williams, I think, did contract it, so he's not really a politician, but he is on the left. So maybe not all the left got that vaccine. Maybe just some of them did. Um, Let me think of how else. uh, So everybody has these hopes. I mean, you know, that even if after the election that uh, 
that Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood and them are going to have these court victories. And I believe they're going to, but nobody will be held accountable. I mean, nobody's been held accountable for the last, you know, how many years now? I mean, Hillary Clinton and her minions were able to come in and openly lie to the FBI. Matter of fact, they they, they weren't recorded. Uh, they were given immunity before they even testified. Um, Hunter Biden's laptop then had all kinds of corrupt and uh, disturbing uh, content on it. Was never allowed to see the light of day. Uh, Crooked Comey uh, openly lied. And uh, nothing there, uh, Stark, nothing, you know, Kate McCabe. I mean, all these people that have openly uh, done far worse than they ever accused FBI. I mean, uh, General Flynn of doing um, no consequences. Uh, I just don't get it. Uh, And I would like to think that we'll see consequences, even though Attorney General Barr uh, created a special counsel on these issues. Uh, I just don't see anything ever happening there. I wished I could if Biden's elected. Uh, even with Trump being elected, uh, I just don't know. I just don't know if we'll ever see anything. So don't get your hopes up too high on those things. We have to we have to be able to focus our our energy on on things that might materialize and, and keep focused and not. Uh, get distracted a bit. Hopefully one day, I I just don't know what to say there. I I would like to, I would like to have hope that we'll see justice take place, but I I think it's putting our hope in false areas. And so I just don't want to throw that out to my listeners that uh, you should hold out hope on those things. It doesn't mean we shouldn't push for those things to happen, but just don't be disappointed when they don't happen. Don't let it, uh, destroy your determination to fight in other areas that you might make an influence in or make some change in um, because we just, we have a corrupt intelligence community and it's just sad. I don't even know what to say is I I got to thinking the other day and uh, on this dominion uh, voting systems. And one of the things that Sidney Powell originally stated is that they were created by our CIA to alter the election in Venezuela to bring in Hugo Chavez. And uh, somehow that went over my head when it was first said. And so I looked up, you know, well, when was Hugo Chavez elected? 1998. Is that right, Brian? Does that sound right to you? And do you know why our CIA would want Hugo Chavez? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, Venezuela was one of the countries that were absolutely rocking democracy. Uh, They were bringing middle class wealth to the people of Venezuela. Their country was flourishing. They were doing great under a capitalistic economy. And now they're starving. They've all lost weight. And of course, I could probably use a little bit of that Venezuela diet going on right now. Uh, I wouldn't want it from that direction, so I guess I better get self-disciplined. Um, but uh, anyway, just horrible, horrible conditions that these people 20 years ago were living in the America of the Central and South, uh, the United States, when I say democracy or capitalism that we experience here in America, they were experiencing in that part of the world uh, south of us, and they were doing it. Um, just incredibly loving the American dream in, in Venezuela and uh, middle-class Americans, upper-middle-class Americans. Uh, everybody's level of life had been um, raised up, and it was a beautiful thing to see. Um, and then in 1998, somehow our intelligence community gets involved in their election processes and uh, conspires against the people of Venezuela with the Dominion voting machines. And now look what we have brought to them, joy. And uh, same thing that's being brought to us right now, if we're not careful, if we don't fight this hard and let people know that we're not going to stand for this, um, we are going to be really close to being right up there with Venezuela in 10, 15 years if we're not careful. So anyway, we have we have battles to fight, but we have to fight those battles with um 
with wisdom and uh and we have to keep composure over our emotions because if we don't we'll lose the battles and so we can't get i saw a video today of this woman in uh, oregon that was driving by these protesters that were uh, protesting for their freedoms and she was a school teacher so anyway get online you'll see it it's got to be out there somewhere but uh, she stuck her head out the window and she just i mean yelled to the point her mouth was open so wide you could barely understand what she was saying you could just feel the anger and hostility in her voice. And uh, she's letting them know, I'm a school teacher. I work with kids. I hope you B-I-T-C-H's die. F you. <laughs> I mean, it just went on. And I thought, yeah. Oh, you saw it then, Brian? <laughs> and I thought, you know, we can't be like that, Trump taters. We can't let our emotions get to the point where we are so uncontrollable and, um, that it's like this lady. So we've got to be careful. I I just watched the Netflix series, by the way, Barbarians. If you have not seen that, it's a very good Netflix special. I hate to pump up Netflix too much because I really should have dropped it. I did for a while and then I went back to it because what else are we to do right now? So anyway, I want to give a shout out to this Netflix special Barbarians. There's a lot to be learned in it. And uh, it is based on a true story and uh, it's only six episodes long. Um, so anyway, I just encourage if you, if you don't have anything to do tonight, uh, start the Netflix special barbarians. So we'll be back on the Trump tater tomorrow and maybe we'll get in a little bit about this story and the lessons learned and barbarians off the Netflix special and what his, and what history has to teach us about fighting for our freedoms, about standing up for the things that we value, our family, our our means of providing for ourselves, our jobs, our careers, our businesses. And uh, at what line, at what space do we say we're going to fight for these and we're going to give it all we have to preserve the freedoms that we have. And uh, so, again, a shout out to Barbarians. I think it's a well worth a watch um, with your family or at least your spouse or your significant other. So we'll see you tomorrow back on the Trump data.